Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Now, in the Old Testament, if you'll study the Old Testament, you'll find that there were several covenants. There's the most Mosaic covenant, the Abrahamic covenant, and oh, a whole bunch of different covenants there. And actually, we need to read the. Somebody said, "Well, we're not under it." No, we're not under any of those. But Paul said that what happened in the Old Testament happened as examples for us and for us what not to do and what to do. Some of the things we need to do, some of the things we don't need to do. And uh, so, you know, we in the New Testament are living under the Abrahamic covenant. Now you say, well, that's an Old Testament covenant. Yeah, but in Galatians 3, 13 and 14, it talks about that we've been redeemed and that the blessings of Abraham might come on the Gentiles uh, through Christ Jesus. Welcome to Rama for Today. Ken Hagen starts his new teaching entitled, God's Plan for Your New Year. Right now, let's join Ken Hagen for today's message. God has plans for all of us. And I want to I wanna look at Jeremiah chapter 29. And uh, as we do, we'll look at some things here. And, you know, the first part, we're going to do 29-11, then we'll go back and pick up at 10 and go through. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for, for good, not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. I'm reading out of the NLT. Now, actually, when this was penned by Jeremiah, the children of Israel were in captivity in Babylon. And they had got there because they had been repeatedly warned, but they had become rebellious and not doing what God had told them to do, and they had begun to worship idols. And so they were in captivity, and now God sends his prophet to Israel and declares his plans he has for them. Now, they, you know, he, he tells them here that they've been in captivity long enough as we look at, begin starting with verse 10. And I want to look at four things that I think will help us to plan our new year. You know, God has a plan and you got to follow his plan. Now, as we look at this in Jeremiah 29, 10, this is what the Lord says. You will be in Babylon for 70 years, but then I will come and do for you all the good things I promise, and I will bring you home again. Now, first of all, as we plan for this new year, we need to realize that God will perform his word. He had spoken this to the children of Israel, and now he said, I, I'm going to bring you back. You know, in Albert Barnes, on his notes on the Bible, uh, concerning this verse of scripture, he says, the nation shall not come to an end. The exile shall be followed by restoration. Now, Israel had a covenant with God and they were living under this Mosaic covenant and it concerned certain promises. 
Now, in the Old Testament, if you'll study the Old Testament, you'll find that there were several covenants. There's the Mosaic Covenant, the Abrahamic Covenant, and oh, a whole bunch of different covenants there. And actually, we need to read the... Somebody said, well, we're not under it. No, we're not under any of those. But Paul said that what happened in the Old Testament happened as examples for us and for us what not to do and what to do. Some of the things we need to do, some of the things we don't need to do. And uh, so, uh, you know, we in the New Testament are living under the Abrahamic covenant. Now you say, well, that's an Old Testament covenant. Yeah, but in Galatians three thirteen and 14, it talks about that we've been redeemed and that the blessings of Abraham might come on the Gentiles uh, through Christ Jesus. So we are the adopted. And in Romans, you read in Romans, talk about being adopted into the family. We are adopted into the family of God. And therefore, we, we as adopted Israel children, we're adopted children of God, just like Israel is their children. And so now the covenant that Abraham had comes on us. And you can go study that, and it's a, it's a threefold. It's redeemed from poverty, sickness, and death, and that doesn't mean the cessation of life. That means spiritual death, because when you're reading the Word of God, it says you were dead in your trespasses and sin. Well, you wasn't dead. You was alive, but you were dead to Christ. That's what it's talking about. Now, I could go on and talk about that if you want to read that whole thing my dad has a book out there called redeemed and it, it gives you the whole thing maybe i'll preach it sometime or another i've preached it many times myself you know uh but uh today we have better promises with with a better covenant now if we have the the new covenant includes the old, all that's in the old and then all that's coming into the new so we might, you might say, of course, we would recognize this now. How many of you have had to up, that uh, comes on your, on your computer or your iPhone or your iPad and says that you need, to, you need an upgrade? <laughs> yeah? Well, that, see, the Old Testament, we got it here. New Testament is the upgrade. God just upgraded there. Now, we, we would understand that a little bit better because we, 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 we work with that all the time. Right? So, now, our covenant has all the benefits of the old plus much more. Now, usually when you do an upgrade, it still has some of the old things, but it, 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 it corrects some things. And that's what the new covenant did, corrected some things from the old. And then it brought in, brought in some new fancy gadgets that you have to learn to work with if you, you know, they upgraded my, uh, cause I do, I do my, I do my sermons, used to, you know, uh, I used to have to get a yellow pad and, uh, and, a, and a pen and I, uh, four or five different translations and two or three commentaries and then uh, books like Albert Barnes and different things. And then uh, one, I had a book, Life and Times of Christ, and you could go read and when you're reading the Word of God, you could go and you could say, okay, now what's this mean? Why are they talking? You know, you could find out what a shekel was and all of that kind of stuff. And uh, But now, with the computer, you know, I don't have to do all that. I got, I got more translations. I can go and I can copy them and come and paste them right here. And, you know, and I can go and go into commentaries and stuff. 
But used to, I had to do it. See, I, it's still there, but it's just been upgraded. Let me understand what I'm saying to you. We, we here in 2911, we read that already, ready. In spite of all of their imperfections, God was still there for them. In spite of that, he told them, he said, I have great plans for you. Plans to what? Prosper you. Plans that are good, not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. See, he told Israel, even though they were in captivity because they had become idolatrous and rebelled against God, and, and they had gone into captivity, he's, I, I'm not going to destroy you. I am going to deliver you, and I'm going to restore you. He is fulfilling his covenant. Now, you know, sometimes we think our thoughts, and we have our own plans and our own thoughts, but God's plans for us are according to his thoughts, not according to our thoughts. He doesn't plan according to what, you know. And uh, in Isaiah 55, 8 and 9, it says, My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord, and my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts that are higher than your thoughts. Now, God has better plans for us than we can even think of. So we need to learn to follow God's plans and we'll find out that uh, it's a whole lot better. Anybody here ever found out it's better to follow God's plans than it is to follow our own thoughts and ideas? Most of the time we start following our own thoughts and our own ideas and not God's plan. We end up in trouble just like Israel did. They didn't follow what God told them to do. Don't worship any other gods. And they didn't went out and done it anyway. Aren't you glad that God doesn't just isn't sitting up there with a big old fly swatter and every time you mess up, he smushes you? No. When you get in trouble, remember Israel get in trouble and they cry out to God and he always heard them. And we'll get to that. I'm, I'm jumping ahead of myself. I better get back here. See, by following God's plans, we'll, we'll meet people that we never dreamed we'd ever meet. You know, we'll see places we never thought we'd see. We'd do things we never thought we could do. I mean, 51 years ago, December 30th, 1965, we were talking about this this weekend. I, I, we never dreamed. Our, our dream, our thoughts uh, was way below what God's given us. I mean, I, we, we, we thought and back then, if you had a, back in the, in the 60s, if you had a Pentecostal church that was uh, uh, 300, it was huge. Anybody remember that? Anybody else? I got a few people to know about that. And, you know, so we thought, well, if we could ever just pastor a church, you know, run about 300 and, and maybe drive a Cadillac and go to Hawaii once, that we'd really made some accomplishments. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. Well, honey... 
uh, this January the 22nd through Next the 24th, week, we are going to be in California. Yeah. Uh, and we believe it's going to be warm in California. Right, right. That's the there. reason we're going there in the wintertime. That's right. <laughs> we're going to Murrieta, California, West Coast Life Church with Pastors Raging and Beth Wilson. Right. If you're in the area, come see us. If you're not in the area and want to be where it's warm, come visit us as well. Uh, then we're going to jump up in Northern California mm -hmm. for Wednesday night through Friday night in Hayward, California at Heart of the Bay Christian Center. Pastors Mark and Brendan Thomas. So hey, and if you're in that area, come on out and be with us. It's going to be a great time. Now you can go to rhema.org and get all the information that you need yes. for, for all of this. My. Well, you know, we've been having bundles for yes. since November, and it goes on through January 31st uh -huh. of all of our FLP, our uh -huh. Faith Library publications, uh, CDs, DVDs, uh, books, all of those uh -huh. things. But we have a bundle package of our mini books. That we want to 51 mini books that I want to call your attention to. That's right. You know, uh, Hear and Be Healed, that's all healing. And uh, I have one here called The Answer for Oppression. Yes. And then Dad has one, How to Walk in Love. These are tremendous books. They're just three of the 51. There are books on healing. There are books uh, about faith. faith and books about just just living life. That's right. And, you know, and they are, they're on special for $69.60. Now, normally they would be $99.45. Almost $100. Yeah, you're saving $29.85. So right. go to your go to your computer right now and order these books right now. Call toll free one eight 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 Faith ninety nine. Again, call toll free one eight 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 Faith ninety nine. You can also order online at rama That's r h e m a dot o r g. Rama or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow, Ken Hagen will continue his message, God's Plan for Your New Year, here on Rama for Today Radio with Ken and Lynette Hagen.